This is a top to uh, you know what we use on stage, but it's very very special because if you can see, yeah, the numbers all go to eleven. Look. Right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, the and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is, if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Aaron Gabriels here from Under 54 Disc Golf. I am super pumped about this episode. Um... We're going to start trying to bring you guys different pros um, and asking them questions. We actually have not 10 questions, but like Nigel Tufnell told us, we got 11 questions. So we're calling this 11 questions with a pro. And our first pro that we have joining us today is, we're super excited about it, but we have Madison Walker. Hi, how are y'all doing? <laughs> was I the first uh, choice or did you just get a bunch of no's before me? Um, no, you were the first choice, actually. <gasps> oh my gosh, uh, I'm honored. Yeah, we actually, um, the first um, the first episode we did, me and Jared, we were talking about like some of our favorite pros and everything. And actually, my favorite FPO player, I said, was Madison Walker. Um, so then at that point I was like you know maybe we should message her and see if she'll come talk to us on the podcast so um but yeah I uh That's so cool yeah yeah so um but yeah we got 11 questions here we're gonna ask Madison she's gonna and we're gonna ask these questions to different pros um the same questions so we can so everybody can hear different answers from different pros um but so let's get started. So the first question is, who introduced you to disc golf or how did you get started playing disc golf? Um, so in college, I played uh, Ultimate Frisbee. I went to Southern Miss in South Mississippi. Okay. Um, and the guys on my team played disc golf and they, I had a really, really mean uh, sidearm. Nice. Um, I would actually do, I would do sidearm hucks instead of backhand hucks like most people do in Ultimate. Okay. Um, so they invited me to play disc golf cause they figured if I could throw a flick that far on the field that maybe I could in the woods too. So they gave me discs and, uh, my friends, Shane Seals, Stephen Heaps and John Firth, they're all out of Hattiesburg, Mississippi, um, gave me discs, let me lose them over and over again. And they just kept <laughs> giving me more and took, you know, got me out there on the course every week and I ended up falling in love. Yeah. So, that, that's yeah. awesome. Well, so, um, and is it okay if we go off topic a little here and there? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So you your were... interview. <laughs> okay. I'm <cool>. the guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you were, what were you going to school for? Uh, I went to school for marine biology. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Good deal. Yeah, um, my childhood well, dream. So. What's that? Stuck with it since I said it was my childhood dream. I stuck with it since oh. I was five. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, 
so yeah instead of the 11 questions this might turn into more if i kind of if we get off the map but whatever right <laughs> that's true <laughs> the, i feel like the conversation well, yeah absolutely um okay so you said that they let you lose their discs over and over so what were what were your first discs that you that you actually should, what were the first discs that you threw and held on to and then what were the first discs that you went out to buy let's do that so um so shane um and so i would throw a bunch of discs okay. from yep. him i remember really liking l craft xl okay. uh at first i threw that one a lot it was my favorite but but then and um, John Firth threw a bunch of Innova sticks. So I was throwing Innova molds okay. as well. I believe, I believe, um, I believe there, if I'm correctly, but it was a lot of stuff. Really, it was, I was just liking to throw. Sure. I had my putter. Beadless wizard. So those are first discs, um, like I lost. Then I ended up playing an ace race, um, won the ace race, which was like, was a shocker for all of us. Like, I didn't even want to compete in golf I just had with it. And winning the ace, the whole bag, scrapped this as a prize. Okay. And um, so I, I, you know, threw a bunch of discraft molds for a while and until, and like gave them away. And, you know, yep, eventually, sure. and like I said, an XL again was my fave. I also had a buzz that I liked a lot. Okay. Um, then, then I put my, uh, once all those discs kind of went away and I started focusing more on my, uh, degree, yep. I stopped playing for a little while, but once I got back into the game, my first disc was an Eagle and it was also my first ace disc and my favorite disc for a long time. Oh, nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. So, so what was, um, so the next question we have here is, so what would you consider your home course? Um, well, I, I would definitely, I learned how to play disc golf on Paul B. Johnson Park in Hattiesburg. Mm -hmm. And so I always used to kind of call that my home course because it's where I learned and um, sure. it's very beloved to me. Yep. But as far as courses in Pensacola, Florida, where I'm from, yep. um, I, I, I play a lot at Blue Angel, um, this golf course. Okay. Um, it's got three 18 hole courses. Oh, All three nice. of them are pretty awesome, but I, I really like the Oak and it's your typical Florida golf with, you know, uh, oak trees and palm tree palmettos everywhere and palm trees and it's sandy sandy yep. bottoms yep. um so i would say that's my home course now it's my favorite course in pensacola okay cool um so then so you're playing a little bit in college you take a little bit of a break um and then you start playing again um when did you start playing competitively and and how did that come about you might have kind of already answered some of these questions with the with the winning the bag of discraft and stuff like that but when um when did you kind of know that this is what you were wanting to do or well that that discraft ace race was kind of it was my first event that i had ever played competitively and then okay. it was my last one for a long time yep um i start i went back got my degree graduated got like a quote-unquote big girl job and <laughs> um worked in the field with my degree for probably probably three years and okay. yep. I eventually got laid off the job that I was working on ended it was uh, with the oil spill response 
Okay. And, you know, oil spill responses and they don't last forever. Thank goodness. Right, and right. I, so I started waiting tables as I was working on applications for a master's degree. Cool. And during while waiting tables, I kind of picked back up on disc golf. I met some people that played and um, picked it back up. And I kind of, I, I played a couple events for fun around the area. Some people that I had met that and played with and, and invited me out to play mm-hmm. a Southern Nationals event. And I mm-hmm. ended up making more money at the Southern Nationals event that weekend than I did waiting tables on a normal weekend. Yeah. So um, I, my first ever event was a, I played as a professional. So I jumped right in. I never played, I've never played an AM event. That's weird. That's but, awesome. Um, um, so yeah, I decided, Hey, if I can make this much money doing something that I love so much, why wait tables? And so I started competing more often. I started driving to PDGA events in Georgia. There's not very many around where I'm from in Pensacola. Uh-huh. Um, so I started driving to Georgia a lot and eventually I met Paige Pierce and yep. we kind of hit it off. We were fast friends. And before I knew it, she invited me to, uh, to tour with her. We yeah. ended up hanging out and I went to wor- the 2014 professional worlds in Portland. That was my first, my okay. first PDGA event above a B tier. Yep. And which was, I went straight from B tier to major to worlds and I traveled from Florida to Portland which is also bizarre but right. um yeah and I at at Portland worlds I met I hung out with Paige a bunch I met um a whole bunch of other people Elaine yep. Big Germ um Zoe and I Kelsey Wilmerding yep. and became friends with them and next thing you know I was hitting the road with Paige uh February of the following year that's awesome. So when you were, yeah. so how did you, so when you went to play your first major, uh, how did you place at your first worlds or how did that go? Did it go all right? Um, yeah. So, so my friend, Michelle, who's, uh, she lives in Florida now. She used to live in Georgia. Yep. She kind of hooked up the whole trip. She had sky miles and, oh, cool. uh, she had a, a friend that I had just met that decided he would come with me and caddy. Okay. And I took, I think, I think I took 11 discs maybe 12 discs with me. I was using my, I was using my ACE race bag, <laughs> but, but with no disc wrap discs in it. Actually, I think I, ha- I think I might've had a meteor, but okay. um, I was throwing only forehand <laughs> and I somehow scraped together an 11th place win <laughs> or 11th awesome. place, place finish. Yeah. yeah. I think I, my first round was a 960 rated round, <laughs> which at Blue Lake, which was unbelievable. <laughs> That's it was, awesome. It was such a fluke. Yeah, it was such a fluke. So how did, um, this is kind of off the question. So how did, so how did um, your sponsorship with Innova come into play? When did that kind of come in so i went to worlds without any sponsor and uh as after getting almost getting in the top 10 um people started hitting me up immediately dga reached out immediately i actually met some dga guys that weekend Um, i met philo that weekend and he was like oh you know kind of made a little nudge and then um eventually you know, at, like I said, my, uh, I just met Paige as well. So she was giving me advice the whole time when people started hitting me up and yep. she was like, where you want to go, not necessarily let other people dictate it. And so, yep. I mean, at that point I was throwing all in of a disc primarily or predominantly with the exception of my putters. Right. And, 
I was still using the gateway putters. And so I decided to set my, set my sights, um, on, on team Innova and it, it took a, a little bit of negotiating, but they were excited to have me and they threw me on the crew team nice. uh, in my first year. Nice. Yeah. I sent them an email. They like people that are aggressive. They like people that, you know, that want it as much as they want them. So yes. um, yeah, I sent them an email and they responded and yeah, it worked out from there. That's awesome. So, um, also congratulations. You just got a promotion this year. Is that right? Yes, I did. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very exciting. I was not expecting it. I was uh, honestly, I wasn't even going to ask for it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and they, they kind of surprised me. So it was, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Was well, great surprise. I think you're very deserving. So congrats on that. Thank you. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I am kind of losing place where we're at, but so, so the next question is what is your favorite disc? Let's do what's your favorite disc right now. Um, okay. and then maybe if you have a favorite disc, like of all time. Okay. Um, um, so right now my favorite disc is my putter, which is, I think a good favorite disc to have. Okay. And you putt um, with the, my, just for the people I that putt don't with know. the XT Colt. Yep. Um, and the X, I picked the XT Colt for, because I was having trouble finding my hands are kind of small mm-hmm. and I was having trouble finding a disc that I felt like could like slide out of my hand yep. uh, with finesse. Okay. Um, most of I felt like my fingers were getting caught up in all of the dishy putters, yep. um, like the AVRs. Yep. Um, so I, I putted with a Discmania P3 for a little while, which is sort of like an XD, an old XD. But then they yep. started making the XDs again for Nate. Um, but in the meantime, I switched to the Colt. And okay. it's got a micro bead, but it's really nice and shallow. It's a little bit overstable for a putter, um, but it works. And yep. right now I'm loving putting and I'm loving throwing them. So yep. that's awesome. That's my favorite currently. Okay. But if you had asked me this question any other day, I would have uh, said either my Pro Rhino, which is my favorite approach disc in the whole yep. world, my flat top Pro Rhino, okay. or my, uh, my, color glow champ thunderbird that was my signature disc last year okay surprisingly surprisingly i picked it blindly and it ended up being my favorite disc which oh, really? is awesome yeah awesome. i i i plan to do the strike again like i did in 2017 but someone else on the team had already picked it okay so yep. i kind of randomly was like well i guess i i need it i need a fairway driver in my bag so i'll give this a shot for right. you know a, a slower speed driver right and uh yeah that's it awesome. works like a charm. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Um, so, so we got your favorite disc right now, your favorite disc of all time. Now let's talk about what is your favorite course and why is that your favorite course? So it's funny my favorite course is hands down, always has been since the first day I've ever played it is uh, De La Viega. Okay. Yeah. In Santa Cruz, California. Yep. It has everything I like about a disc golf course. It's up on a mountain. It's got this just kind of level of like of magic, I guess. Once you step on the property, you can just kind of feel a little like sure. I don't know. You get a little excited. Yeah. Um, it's actually the course that I play in my head when I can't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so really? I played okay. like I played holes one. I played holes one through six in my head 
probably a hundred million times. <laughs> I usually fall asleep around hole seven, <laughs> but, but, but no, it's uh it's, I really like it. I, it's a little bit of a shorter course. Apparently if you talk to any of the open men, but in my opinion, it's a perfect course for, for a open woman's distance. And I okay. really like that you, we can reach a lot of the baskets yep. um, with the max distance drive, but it's, kind of a risk reward situation where if you want to go max driver, you can, and you can uh-huh. get there. But you know, if you mess up, it's, you know, it could be a big risk. And yeah. if you don't, you can park it and you get that birdie. And I love having that challenge and that decision making on every hole. It's, it makes it, you, it makes you, it forces you to be a, 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 a smart disc golfer and a focused disc golfer. And I yeah. really appreciate mental game on the course. Yep. And it can kind of, you know, level the playing field. I guess hundred um, percent. Yep. So the, you know, the bigger arms, you know, they have to, you know, maybe, maybe they have to disc down at certain points and, you know, you still have the accuracy you got to hit. Plus it's just, you know, iconic course. So. Yeah. And it's got forehands and backhands. So like you, you kind of have to have both and you have to be really smart when approaching the green. And if you want to be an aggressive putter, you totally can, but you know, you'll see a lot of people laying up as well. So I just, yep. I like the decision-making factor that goes into it. And I just, I mean, you can see Monterey Bay, which is yeah. marine biology heaven right. from one of the holes on the course. So right. you, I mean, I can't complain at all. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So the next question I have is, uh, maybe this has been at Dela, but what is your highest rated round that you shot and what course was that at? If you know, um, if you... my highest rate. Is... Yeah, no, I do because um, my like uh, on Innova, you get a special little bonus prize if you shoot a thousand rated round as a woman. So yep. I am like hyper aware of my thousand rated rounds, which I only have two, I believe. Okay. Um, maybe three, but um, I think one of them was a thousand, and it switched to nine 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 after you know how they do the official rating. Uh huh. But um, my highest rated one is at. Um, this year it was at us women's, okay. uh, it was at Birchfield park was that and rivers, the course, was it rivers edge. Yeah, it was rivers edge. Uh-huh. Okay. And so it's a pretty technical, uh, a little bit shorter, I would say wooded course, but definitely technical, a lot of shot selection, a lot of breaking down the holes and sometimes throwing a mid range before you have to throw a drive or, you know, throwing your putter off the tee and then, uh-huh. a, then like being aggressive with a fairway driver. Um, so yeah, it's, it's my kind of golf there's a lot of forehands and it's in, you know, really narrow, thick wood. So basically heaven to me. Um, was that the same round that were you on Holly's card and she shot really well that round? I think we both shot thousand rated rounds if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah. I was actually following you guys for that round. Oh really? Yeah. I remember following you guys for that round. Yeah. Because, uh, you guys were on the second card and, um, Mm -hmm. There was so many people uh, in the on the first card, and um, it was I think it was you and Zoe, Holly and Hannah Macbeth. Yep. Um, yes, it was. So I jumped over and I followed you guys for that round, and yeah, I remember. I think I even remember I posted a Facebook post about it or something about you shooting lights out, just you and Holly both. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we that's both awesome. Had a really that, good day. That's awesome. I'm glad I could see it live. <laughs> yep. Um, it was, I mean, I, I impressed myself that day a lot of times, you know, it's a good round when you're constantly impressing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> um, 
so you're traveling all over the United States. Have you been outside of the United States? Yes. Um, okay. I played in Australia when they had the major a uh, couple years ago. Okay. Yep. Um, they had the Disc Golf World Tour event there. Um, and I played in Canada. Canada was actually my first A tier I ever won was in Canada. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And um, besides that, I've, I've been to Belize um, for study abroad trips. Belize, Jamaica, Guatemala. Okay. Bahamas, yep. that kind of stuff. Tropical stuff. Cool. But yeah. Been out um, of the country, but, only, but for disc golf, only Australia and Canada. Okay. So when you're traveling the U.S. and, and uh, Canada and whatnot, playing disc golf, what, what are some of the, your favorite things to do on the road that isn't disc golf related? Well, when I'm on tour, I pretty much anything that's not disc golf. <laughs> okay. You just don't, you just don't want to think we about play. it. You don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In between rounds. No, um, I disc golf. One of the things that draws me towards disc golf is because of how it's in um, natural places. Yep. Uh, so Sorry, I'm distracted because Tina and Eric are here, and who wouldn't be distracted by them? <laughs> That's all right. Hey, they said hello. Hey, hey guys, we'll be. Uh, um, they know Jared Stoll pretty well. Um, yeah. So let them know that we'll be calling them at some point to do the same thing with them. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will. Okay. They, they actually were just saying goodbye, and they walked out the door, but they said hello <laughs> and goodbye. Okay. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> good deal so we're, we're sitting in a coffee shop right now doing trying to get computer work done well they're getting computer work done and i'm knitting <laughs> oh man that's awesome are you uh are you out there with doing some disc golf strong stuff yeah we're doing we're working with seth munsey from disc golf strong this week yep. uh it's like a, a gym week basically i'm jokingly cool. calling it a boot camp but seth doesn't ever push us that hard um but yeah it's <laughs> awesome he's he's a, he's very knowledgeable in all the movements for disc golf Yep. And he's done a lot of research um, and I've been working with him for three years now and I'm just a, the biggest fan ever. He's actually uh, re- going to be releasing some little surprise stuff in the next couple of weeks. So everyone should pay, pay attention, stay tuned. Um, any little morsel of knowledge you can get from him is going to be good. So yeah, I can't speak that, highly enough. That's awesome. That's sweet. Um so you're traveling and you're playing disc golf and then your favorite thing to oh, do is outside. Oh yeah. Um, I like to hike, hike okay. and camp. Um, yep. I like to take pictures a lot. I like to do any kind of water sport lately. I've been really loving uh, paddling. Okay. So any like overnight paddle trips are awesome. I love to surf. We don't get to do much of that on tour, but love to surf. I love to mushroom hunt. Okay. Um, yep. I'm learning how to forage and, and cook mushrooms cool but uh yeah pretty much my the hobbies are endless there i mean there's wait i brought a sewing with machine with me on tour last year and a banjo nice (laughs) i i could go on and on and on (laughs) it's like that is awesome have you posted any uh banjo playing on social media i have once before i'm not I played piano my whole life, so I can read music and I can kind of pick up any instrument, but the de- finger dexterity uh-huh. um, is a different story. I can understand it, but actually doing it <laughs> right. is, is pretty, pretty tough. And um, 
yeah, it's, it's rough on your hands. So I, I did it a lot last year, but uh, this off season, I kind of returned back to my first love, which is the piano. Cool. That's very cool. Um, yeah. So this next question is one I love asking. I'm going to, these next two questions. I love asking these questions because it's just really interesting to hear what the players have to say. But um, if you could, if you had, let's say we're going to build a dream card of you playing with three or four of your favorite professional men's players. So if you could play on the card with three or four MPO players, who would they be and why? You said MPO first? Yeah, we'll do. Sorry, uh, an old, a man just was talking to me. That's okay. Man. <laughs> coffee, coffee shop life. That's okay. Um, so for MPO, I actually, thank goodness you gave me a little bit of heads up on this because it, it's really hard to decide. I mean, in the disc golf world, we have such an awesome community yes. and pretty much everyone is a dream to play with. Yes. So, Not everyone, but a lot of people. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is if, if you don't mention somebody's name, she still loves you guys. <laughs> I still like you, (laughs) (laughs) except for you, Zach Melton. I can't stand you. Uh I'm just kidding. He's actually on my, he's on my list. Um, So it'd definitely be Zach. He's my world's doubles partners. Um, I love watching lefties play because I, I was always throwing forehand. So it was nice to watch people throw similar lines. Yeah. Um, So Zach's definitely on my dream card. He makes me laugh. Yeah. I just enjoy someone that doesn't take it too seriously. And generally that's where he's at. So Zach, um, I also have always ever, I, you know, started playing in Florida a lot before. um, And I play in Florida a lot during the off season. And my favorite Florida pro is Calvin Heimberg. Okay. Um, I've, he always was kind of quiet for a while Uh and I kind of forced him to be my friend. (laughs) 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 Like I was, I would like be very obnoxious and be like, Hey, do you want to hang out with me? <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy his form. He's, he's extremely, um, he's extremely long and lanky and it's really fun to watch, you know, someone with a perfect disc golf body throw a disc golf disc and he can throw them really far. Um, and he's got a lot of power. So I enjoy watching him. I really like his putt as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about, he's got a sweet putt. Yeah. It's awesome. It's fun to watch. Yep. And then my third person would be a hundred percent. I got to play a practice round with him at worlds this year at, at um, the wooded course. Yep. Uh, what's the name of that course? Uh, anyways, at the wooded course at worlds and um, Brewster Ridge. Okay. Yep. Sorry. And James Conrad oh, yeah. watching him throw putters in the woods is the coolest thing in the world. I just stand behind him the whole time and watch him throw. It is awesome. Um, so that's, I think that would be a pretty solid dream card Yeah. right now. Absolutely. Currently. Yep. Um, so then let's take it to the other side and let's say you're building a dream card of FPO players. Who are your, some of your favorite women to play with? I, so I had a hard time thinking or like deciding this because I have so many friends and I'm a fan of so many people. Uh-huh. Um, but I just decided to pick my current faves at the end of the year. And then one that I don't get to play with as much as I would like to. Sure. Um, so Elaine King always gets on my list, but she got booted this one time. Sorry, Elaine. I love you, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm like her biggest, I'm Elaine's biggest fan, but, um, but my current dream card today would be, which could change, um, would be Rebecca Cox. She yep. is like a little ball of sunshine to play with. I love getting on a card with her. 
That's she, awesome. It's just hard not to have fun. She's so positive. Even when she's having a bad round, she's so gracious. And it's so impressive to watch. And her form is just the weirdest form. And it works so well. It's, she it she is. hits her it's, line every time. It's fun um, to watch. Yeah, so much power and just so much trust. I mean, I played with her at Idlewild, which is her home course. And yeah. watching her do that really quick run up on those narrow fairways and trust her disc yep. with her back turned is just unbelievable. Yep. So Rebecca, definitely... Um, I got to play with Haley Childs. Uh, she's a new Innova team member yes, this year yep. from Georgia. Yep. Um, I played with her at Hall of Fame, which I had a rough tournament. And so I was not probably that fun to be around, but still we had fun together. Sure. And so she would be on my dream card and she's got a silky smooth backhand. I'm really excited to play more with her this year. Yep. And my third one is the one that I don't get to play with very often, but I just love them since the day we met. And that's Maria Oliva. She's out of Texas. Um, She, she toured a little bit the past couple of years, but generally she plays at home, but I love playing with her. She's a fellow weirdo and she's got the artistic mind and she can bomb a backhand. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Um, So um, after, doing all that we'll kind of go let's kind of well the last question that we have actually is um and this can be you know a pretty detailed we can go into some details here but what are some of your 2019 plans are you touring with anybody or um well that's up in the air right now um sure calvin about touring okay I'm definitely touring. Calvin Heimberg and I made touring together. We are talking about making that happen. Um, and then Tim, I will be touring by myself. Okay. Um, last bit it was a little bit tight. Uh-huh. I could sleep in. Not, not big conversion vans. Just feel like that's a little bit too much space for just me. Um, you know, a little out of my range as well. So I'm kind of looking tr- like a little bit smaller trucks and small vans to uh, hopefully tour next year by myself. If the, and I, I'm, it's still kind okay. of up in the air. It's off season's coming to an end. <laughs> right. you, know, right. you can be a little more flexible. So <laughs> yeah, no, nothing else. Not to be super set still, still figuring it out. Right. Right. Um, Cool. Well, that's, uh, that's the last of the questions. Uh, thanks so much for, you know, joining us on the podcast. Yeah. I'll thank for yeah. talking to you. Um, congratulations on your promotion. Um, I'm super excited for, to watch you this year. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They have faith in me, so I'm oh, going to try not to I let them down. You, you definitely won't. Um, <laughs> I've been working hard this offseason, throwing a lot of putter shots and working out. So hopefully, cool. uh, yeah, hopefully that's what, show uh, we were talking about our favorite FPO players on an episode before. Um, one of the reasons that you came to mind for me was I've really enjoyed the last couple of years watching you develop your backhand and it's coming along real nice and it's, you know, it's fun to watch. I appreciate that so much. I've been working hard. I've been getting a lot of advice um, from other touring touring pros. They're so nice and so willing to help. So uh, yeah, I, w- I could not have done it by 
by myself, although I did do a lot of work by myself. So, um, <laughs> so I'm not going to take the credit, but I am going to take the credit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I've, I actually, Paige Bierkus at the end of last year um, really influenced at watching yep. her play at Brewster Ridge and playing with her at the Pro Tour Championships. She worked with me a lot on throwing putters and, you know, kind of showed me how important it was and that's pretty much what I focused on this off season is I yep. throw a lot of putters. I throw a lot of putters. Cool. In ranges, so yeah, it'll be cool. It's going to be a different, all, all the courses are going to be totally awesome. different. Awesome. To that me. sounds so exciting. All right. Well, yeah. uh, thanks for joining us. Um, we'll be following you on the road out there and best of luck this season. Thank you so much. And thanks for yeah. having me. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs>